Welcome to Center Ice, the Hockey Alberta podcast, home to all things hockey in our great province. Now, here's your host, Ted Emmett. Hello and welcome back to the Center Ice podcast. I am your host, Ted Emmett, bringing you a special edition of Center Ice coming out on a Tuesday instead of a Thursday because episode 15 is all about the 2021 WHL Cup, which kicks off on Wednesday, October 20th and runs until Sunday the 24th. After a one-year absence due to the pandemic, the WHL Cup is back and it's in Red Deer this year. It's a, a huge event involving all four Western branches, so Alberta, BC, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba, and with the exception of a Canada Winter Games year, really is the pinnacle of the Team Alberta U16 male program. Obviously, you might be listening to this after the WHL Cup, which is fine. You're still going to enjoy the heck out of this episode because we have two great guests. First, we'll chat with Greg Thompson, the Senior Manager of Hockey Operations with the Western Hockey League. Then we'll hear from Winnipeg Ice forward Connor McLennan, a 2026th round draft pick of the Philadelphia Flyers, who played in the WHL Cup with Team Alberta back in 2017. Before we get to that, just the token update, I guess, on the current state of hockey in our province, which of course is ever-changing. So at this point, aka the time of recording, things are status quo for hockey in Alberta for the time being. Hockey Alberta did release an updated season plan at the end of September, so if you do have any questions or concerns or, or aren't quite sure about what's going on, make sure you're up to speed on that. You can find it on HockeyAlberta.ca. And with that out of the way, let's get to our first guest. All right, well, another first for the Center Ice podcast. We are on location for an interview for the first time at the PV Mart Centrium here in Red Deer with Greg Thompson, the Senior Manager of Hockey Operations with the Western Hockey League. Greg, thanks a lot for doing this. I know you're uh, really busy here getting ready for the WHL Cup. Yeah, thank you, Ted. It's great to be here with you and excited to join today's podcast. And uh, my first interview with a mask on, so we'll see we'll see how this goes. It's going to be a, a, a little interesting, but again, really appreciate it. I think it's pretty cool here. If you're listening, you can't see it, but we're on the concourse here of the Jumbotron behind us, the ice behind us. Uh, pretty cool and really uh, just excited to have some hockey again. I know with the, the WHL Cup, had to take a year off like pretty much everything else because of COVID, but now it's back and you must be pretty excited to get things going. Well, absolutely, Ted. And we're real excited to be here in Red Deer for the 2021 WHL Cup. As you alluded to, it's our first edition of this event in two years with last year lost due to the COVID-19 pandemic. So I think, you know, for these players, for their families, for our scouts, uh, really excited to get back in the rink and host a, an event of this nature and really showcase the WHL product and and look at that next wave of players will be coming into our league, you know, in a, in a year's time. So uh, we have a real strong group of 2006 boys players from across the four western branches and we're excited to welcome them into red deer for this week's tournament and just maybe a little bit of background on the tournament as a whole because i'm sure knowing myself i did not give a very good background on it at the top of this podcast episode so maybe just talk a little bit about what the tournament is um really it's kind of it's a best on best for the western branches right Absolutely. So this this tournament is comprised of the four Western branches across Western Canada. So we have we have BC Hockey, Hockey Alberta, Hockey Saskatchewan, and Hockey Manitoba. And this event was actually iterated back in 2009 in partnership with Hockey Canada, who's another event partner along with the four branches. And uh, the event began in 2009, and it's really that first step of the uh, high-performance program for Hockey Canada, which then leads into the U-17s and, and beyond. And the unique nuance of this year's event is typically these players are already drafted in the WHL prospects draft. 
And given our delayed draft now being held in December, these players are all draft eligible. So it's a real key showcase for our scouts to get eyes on these players for the first time in some cases. And for these players to really understand uh, the WHL player experience. And and this event will lead right up into the draft on December 9th, uh, which uh, which will be comprised of all the 2006-born players. So we're, we're very excited to welcome Best on Best from across Western Canada and, and very fortunate to work with both Hockey Canada and the City of Red Deer on on putting this event on here in Red Deer. And when you talk about the draft too being moved back to after this event, I think that's great because with no Alberta Cup or, you know, or any of the similar events the other Western branches do, that's really usually the key time for scouts to kind of be in one place and get one last look at players. So obviously a huge opportunity for those players on, on each team, kind of one last look uh, before they head into the draft. So well, certainly, and each of the four branches, they held summer camps and in some cases, fall camps in Ohio, Alberta and Sask Hockey held a fall camp leading into this event. But uh, those events were part of the selection process to determine the 20 skaters that would ultimately be on these WHL Cup rosters. And this is the culmination of all the work that went in over the summer, which our scouts were present at those events. And, uh, and, and then uh, each branch will send their Obviously, there are 20 players uh, for, for this tournament. So uh, for us, uh, for our scouts, it's going to be a real great chance to see the top 06s against one another cross, you know, cross provincially. And I know our scouts are, are looking forward to the event. Uh, we have more scouts in attendance than usual, given uh, the importance of what this means on our hockey calendar now with the draft being moved from May to December. And I know at least in my history with this tournament, my time at Hockey Alberta. It's been in, in Calgary at Windsport, which has always been a great venue. But like a lot of things, Western Hockey League lately, you know, being held in Red Deer for the first time. And I think that's pretty cool. All games, but two, I believe, here at the PV March Centrium and two actually where Hockey Alberta's head office is at the Gary uh, W. Harris Canada Games Centre. It's certainly, Ted, yes. Yeah. So we have 10 games total in the tournament. So we have games Wednesday through Sunday. Our semifinals take place Saturday with our gold and silver, or sorry, gold and bronze medal games on the Sunday. Uh, eight of 10 games will be here at the PV Mart Centrium at Westerner Park. And then two of the games, one Friday, the late game, and then the late game Saturday will be over at Red Deer Polytechnic, the Gary Harris, uh, where Hockey Alberta is based. And uh, we're certainly excited to work with both facilities and and real, you know, we're, we're real fortunate. Uh, obviously, as you mentioned, we've always been in Calgary for this event, but we're excited to come to Red Deer. Uh, they've hosted a ton of you know amazing events uh, with World Juniors this year, a number of our WHL showcases. So um, we're excited to be here. And uh, I think the player experience is going to be real key to have uh, these kids play in front of where the Rebels play. And also uh, the Rebels play at home on Friday night. So we'll have all of our players, our team staff and our parents out in attendance to watch uh, Red Deer versus Lethbridge here on Friday at the Centrium. So uh, that's going to be another real, uh, you know, real highlight, I think, for all attendees to really take in our product firsthand uh, as the Rebels play here at home on Friday. Yeah, and huge for the fan experience. I know this year, free admission as well for anyone who wants to attend. But again, if you're you're watching the video, you can see behind us a lot of renovations here at the Centrum as well. The green seats are gone. Nice black seats in here. So another opportunity for people to come in and check out the new rink. And I think, yeah, I think that makes for a great fan experience too. No, it's looking fancy in here. I know it was my first time here, but a month ago for a site visit before the event uh, since pre-COVID, and it's it's really incredible what the Rebels and and the Western Park have done with this facility in terms of the fan experience and really bringing it into 
you know, the 21st century with some of the amenities around the rink and, uh, you know, a very impressive, you know, I think in terms of the standard they're setting as a WHL facility um, and something that our, our players who are participating in this event can look forward to stepping into when they make it to the Western League at some point one day. Uh, as you mentioned, Ted, we'll have free admission into all the games. So following all COVID uh, protocols uh, mandated by public health and Alberta Health Services, mask wearing, social distancing, we'll be obviously checking for all the, you know, vaccination status heading into the facility or proof of negative test to ensure that uh, health and safety is paramount for anybody in attendance, uh, a part of the event to, to, you know, keep the fan experience safe and, and healthy. Uh, so we're, uh, we're certainly looking forward to, to fans coming through these doors, checking out our games. We have the Red Deer games for the Rebels Friday and Saturday. So it's going to be a jam-packed week of hockey and, and we're excited to, uh, to be a part of it. And let's talk a little bit about the hockey because, you know, you started with the Western Hockey League right around the same time I started at Hockey Alberta. And we've got to hang out a lot at, at all the Alberta Cups and at the WHL Cups. And a really cool experience because you get a first glimpse at, at future WHL stars and even future NHL players as well when you think back to the Curvy Docks or Bowen Byram. And I know for yourself, you know, especially going to all four Western branch events and then doing the WHL Cup, You've probably seen quite a few, uh, I guess, now current stars back when they were 15 years old. Well, well, absolutely. And I look back to my first WHL Cup. You know, fortunately, I actually worked alongside Kurt Hill, uh, formerly of our office with the WHL office and now with the Edmonton Oil Kings. And we were looking at the 01 class at that point. And you mentioned guys like Bowen Byram, Peyton Krebs, Kirby Dock, real key players of that event. Uh, and now this group's the 06s. So we've really seen that full class go through their full four years of playing the WHL and, you know, growing not only as players, but, you know, as men on and off the ice and, and moving on to the NHL level. And it's really incredible to see not only only some of those high-end players, but some of those kids that maybe didn't play at this event, but ended up having great Western League careers. So I think uh, we're excited to see that next wave of talent. And for us, you know, we, you mentioned some of those key guys. We have Matt Barzell, we have Ty Smith, we have Morgan Riley, Ryan Pollock. So there's a, there's a number of really key alumni that have played a role in the WHL Cup who we're certainly proud of. And I think uh, these players can look forward to uh, the beginning of their hockey chapters, uh, kicking off with this event and, and moving on uh, over the next uh, three or four years into the Western League. And as we, we did an interview as well, actually, with uh, a Team Alberta alumni, Connor McLennan, who said, you know, this is a, a great measuring stick event as well for those players, right? We've already said it's best on best. So a huge opportunity uh, now even heading into the draft and hopefully heading into the, the Western Hockey League in the future for these players. They get a look at who they're going to be playing against and really where their game needs to be at. Well, absolutely. And I think when you look at the way that the hockey calendar has been structured during covid with condensed schedules and more local play, it gives these kids a real good opportunity to see, okay, where do I stack up against players in other provinces or within my own province? What do I need to do to get better? You know, where can I, you know, make modifications and refinements in my game? And, you know, when they're here, they have the best coaches, they have the best training staff, and they have the best support staff to get them to that next level. And, and that continues on when they make it to the Western League. So I think um, it's, it's a real eye-opening experience for these kids. I think it's, it, you know, they're going to look back and this will be, you know, hopefully one of those uh, real highlights and memories um, in their minor hockey career. And, and you know, we, we're, we're striving to give them that, you know, ultimate experience as well between not only the competition on the ice, but just the, the overall uh, atmosphere around the tournament, whether it's, you know, the, bringing alumni to present to these players to talk about the Western League experience, uh, watching a Rebels game and, uh, and, and, you know, giving these kids a real, uh, a real memorable week in Red Deer. 
And one last uh, one last thing about the tournament that I think that's important to talk about is it's a development opportunity for players, but also for, like you mentioned, the, the coaching staff and the trainers coming in. Another opportunity uh, for short-term competition and, and for these coaches from each province to really kind of cut their teeth and also see what it takes to coach at the next level. Well, yeah, and, and that's the thing is not only are we developing obviously the players that are coming to this event, you look at our officials, we're bringing eight officials. We're going to bring two officials per province from across Western Canada. So we look at this as, you know, they'll be having off ice training sessions, video sessions, just like the players will. And, and this is a chance for, you know, everybody around the tournament, whether it's the officials, whether it's the coaches, the training staff, this is development opportunity for them too. And there's eyes on them and, and, you know, they're all looking to advance to the next level as well. And, uh, and I think they look at this as a growth opportunity too, in an area where, you know, professional development is really highlighted. So, um, you know, we're here to have fun, but we're, he we're here to provide a platform where everybody involved can take that next step and, uh, and continue to, you know, build their, uh, their hockey careers and, and ultimately move on to the next level. So, uh, um, not only the players, I think having that benefit, but, uh, certainly I know at the branch level with hockey, Alberta and the other, the other provinces, there's, there's a real emphasis on development and on, uh, on understanding, you know, what it takes to, to move on to the next level. Well, Greg, if if I wasn't already coming to every game, you sold me right now because it is it's a great event. Uh, so if you want to see some stars of the future, if you're listening to this in time, I guess if not, you have a whole year to plan for the next one. But the WHL Cup running October 20th to 24th in Red Deer, eight to 10 games at the PV Mart Centrium, two more at the Gary W. Harris Center. And Greg, you know, we're Monday night two days, not even two days before the event. So we really appreciate you doing this interview. It was awesome to come out, be on the concourse here at the Centrium. And uh, and it was great to see you again too. It's been a little while. Uh, oh, of course, Dad. It's, a, it's always a pleasure. And I really appreciate your time today and having me on the Hockey Alberta podcast. And I look forward to, to seeing you this week at the WHL Cup. And uh, we, we look forward to have everybody who comes out to watch the event this year. All right. Well, thanks again and good luck this week. Thanks very much, Ted. A big thank you once again to Greg Thompson from the Western Hockey League for taking the time to chat with us right before the big event, no less, as he's incredibly busy getting ready for that, so we really appreciate it. And before we get to our next guest, as always, it's time to take a look at what else is going on in hockey around the province, and there's a lot this time, so here's what you need to know. A big announcement coming out of the female hockey world just the other day, as Hockey Manitoba, Hockey Alberta, BC Hockey and Hockey Saskatchewan have all come together to launch the 2021 Western Regional Women's U18 Championship, which will run November 1st to 6th in Portage La Prairie, Manitoba. This is huge news because if you hadn't heard, Hockey Canada did have to make the difficult decision to cancel all of its fall programming, which included the Women's U18 National Championships. And now this gives Team Alberta U18 female an opportunity to still play in a major event this year. Uh, so very excited for that and very excited for the team. And speaking of the team, moments after that announcement, Team Alberta announced its U18 female roster. So if you haven't already seen that, you can head to hockeyalberta.ca to find out who will be representing the province at the Western Regional Championship. And props to producer Steve, who did a fantastic job on the roster videos for both the U18 and U16 teams. So if you haven't watched the video yet, make sure you do that as well. 
And while we're on the subject of Team Alberta, applications are now being accepted for team staffs at the 2022 Alberta Cup, Alberta Challenge and Prospects Cup, all of which will be held at the Gary W. Harris Canada Games Centre in Red Deer this spring. Coach applications are open for all three events, trainer applications for the Alberta Cup and Alberta Challenge, and Director of Operations applications are open for the Prospects Cup. Now, having been part of these events, both from the Hockey Alberta side as a staff member and volunteering as a director of operations for the Prospects Cup, I highly recommend being a part of these events in any way you can uh, for whatever that's worth coming from me. But it's an incredible experience, a great professional development as well, no matter the role. So if that does interest you in any way, head to HockeyAlberta.ca for more information. And a huge announcement coming from the Hockey Alberta Foundation as the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation has committed $1.5 million, and you heard that right, $1.5 million to the Hockey Alberta Foundation to support the growth of the game in Northern Alberta. Now that funding will generate support for three different areas, Hockey Alberta Foundation's Every Kid, Every Community Grant Program, a new Hockey Alberta member grant program supported by the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation, and the creation of a Hockey Alberta volunteer recognition and thank you program. So obviously uh, really good news there. There's no such thing as too much support when it comes to getting youth involved in sport. So thank you to the Oilers Community Foundation for their incredible support. That is, uh, yeah, it's, it's beyond words how amazing that is. And Hockey Alberta is proud to announce three new life members, George Calais, Annie Orton, and Terry Lettingham, who were all inducted at the end of September in recognition of their decades of service to minor hockey in Alberta. George Calais, Drumheller. George Calais spent much of his life involved in hockey as a player, parent, referee, volunteer, and executive member with Hockey Alberta, the Hockey Alberta Foundation, and Hockey Canada. George served in numerous volunteer leadership roles, including Vice Chair of Hockey Development for Hockey Alberta, Chair of the Hockey Alberta Foundation, and Chair of the Hockey Canada Development Committee. As an official, George was involved with several minor hockey associations, Lethbridge, High Level, Laclavish, and Whitecourt. For his service to hockey in Alberta, George was inducted into the Hockey Alberta Hall of Fame in 2015. He was inducted again in 2018 as Director of Operations of the 1999 Canada Games gold medal winning Team Alberta U16 male squad. He was also recognized with the Hockey Alberta Development Award in 2005, the Hockey Alberta Centennial Award in 2007, the Hockey Canada Volunteer of the Year in 2008, and the Alberta Cup 25th Anniversary Builders Award in 2011. George passed away in 2020 at the age of 74. Annie Orton, Blairmore. Annie Orton has been dedicated to the game of hockey in Alberta at the local, provincial and national level more than 30 years. A mother of two sons in the game, Annie's volunteer involvement with Hockey Alberta started as Zone 5 Discipline Coordinator. From there, she moved up through the ranks taking over as president of Hockey Alberta in 2009. During her two-year term, Hockey Alberta partnered with Respect Group to provide access to the Respect in Sport parent program. As well, Hockey Alberta examined non-body contact options for players, as well as new ways to recruit players and get kids into hockey. 
Following her term as past president in 2013, Annie continued to volunteer for Hockey Alberta, serving as an appeals officer until 2018. In recognition of her service to the sport, Annie was the recipient of Hockey Canada's Outstanding Volunteer of the Year Award in 2013. Terry Lettingham, Bon Accord. Terry Lettingham has been involved in all aspects of hockey in Alberta since 1967. As a registrar, equipment manager and MHA president, right up to holding key positions with Hockey Alberta and Hockey Canada. Terry's volunteer work with Hockey Alberta began in 1997 and included serving as Zone 2 Minor Council Rep, Zone 2 Director, Vice President of Operations and Vice President of Development. In 2007, Terry was named President of Hockey Alberta. He had a busy two-year term as minor hockey coaches were directed to wear helmets during all on-ice practices. The first regional development centre in Grand Prairie was opened and a player development agreement with Hockey North was signed. Terry also served for five years as a vice chair at large for Hockey Canada. For his years of dedication to the sport, Terry received the Hockey Alberta Chairman's Award in 2004 and Hockey Canada's Order of Merit in 2016. He was inducted to the Alberta Hockey Hall of Fame in 2016 and is a life member of the Maple Leaf Athletic Club. And last but not least, I told you we had a lot this time around, Hockey Alberta is hosting an elite coach development series in October and November featuring coaches from the Western Hockey League. These virtual sessions happen on October 25th, November 1st, November 8th and November 15th. You can head to HockeyAlberta.ca to register today. And that's what you need to know. Joining us now is a WHL Cup alumnus playing with Team Alberta in 2017. He's also represented Canada at the World Under-17 Hockey Challenge, where he landed on the All-Star team with the most goals and points in the tournament, and he won silver at the Holinka Gretzky Cup. He's currently in his fourth season with the Winnipeg Ice franchise, where he was drafted second overall in 2017 when the team was still in Kootenay. And of course, he became the first ice player since the move to Winnipeg to be drafted in 2020 when he went 178th overall to the Philadelphia Flyers. He is the pride of Wainwright, Alberta. Connor McLennan, thank you for joining us. Yeah, no, thank you very much for having me. And uh, thank you again. You know, you're in a, a hotel room right now in Regina getting ready to, to play for the weekend. So we really appreciate you taking the time to do this interview with the WHL Cup coming up. Obviously, a, a great opportunity to talk to an alumni of Team Alberta who played in the WHL Cup. So let's talk about your experience back in 2017. Uh, although this year, the WHL draft isn't until after the event. Uh, usually it happens before. So how did it feel to have the opportunity, you know, once you were drafted by the ice back in 2017 to not only represent your province at the WHL Cup, but then really, you know, it was your first opportunity to really show the ice uh, what you had. Yeah, definitely. I think um, being able to show um, the ice what I have for the first time, I guess, since they've really selected me was kind of the first stepping stone. And um, I think it was definitely a huge advantage to, to do it after the draft because you're so focused on winning for, uh, for Alberta. Um, you can focus a little bit more on that and less about individual stuff. I mean, um, either way, it worked out good for us. I mean, we came up a little bit short, but um, it was a lot of fun and we had a really good group of guys. 
And, and on that note, you know, Alberta had a, a history of success at the event. So obviously some excitement and pressure there. And that year, as you said, lost a heartbreaker in overtime uh, right after. Actually, I believe it was you who tied the game with less than two minutes to go. Obviously not the result you were looking for. But when you look back now, probably a great learning experience for you as you moved on to play in the WHL and are chasing those NHL dreams. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it was uh, definitely kind of the first big stepping stone um, where you're competing for your province or your country. I mean, um, that was kind of a good starter for me um, before the U-17. And um, the biggest thing I took from it was just the friendships you make um, at the event. I mean, I still talk to lots of the guys on the team. I mean, um, talk to neighbors, Krinkovic, all those guys. So, um, no, it was a lot of fun. Um, Would have been nice to win gold because I had a little bit of a streak going there with years prior. But um, no, it was a lot of fun and, um, yeah, not, not enough good things to say about it. And with, with the WHL cup being short-term competition, that can be quite an adjustment compared to obviously playing a full season in a lot of ways. You don't really have much time to get to know your teammates and coaches, not a lot of margin for error. And basically you have 20 players coming in used to being right at the top of the depth chart on their team. And you might have to come in and play a, a completely different role. So you got to experience short-term competition a few times before that, especially coming up through the team Alberta program, playing in the Alberta cup. How did that help you prepare for that type of competition? You're not really used to it. Um, kind of growing up with the short-term competition. So you kind of just gotta, you gotta make all those new friendships. That's the biggest thing um, to have trust in your teammates and um, that they're going to do the right things and coaches, coaches as well. I mean, um, we had a great coaching staff. Spiros was really good. Um, no, it was a lot of fun. I mean, um, it's different. You uh, you only have a couple weeks to prepare for it, really. You do a couple phone calls and you do your texts and your group chats and you send in your videos. And um, no, it was a lot of fun. And we, uh, we had a really good group. And going back to the, the best on best aspect of the tournament, knowing that you're playing with and against other players in your draft class, how did that help you kind of prepare to make that next step uh, to play in the WHL? Um, just knowing where the competition was at, how good everyone was there. I mean, we had we had really good we had a really good team. I mean, look at the guys who have um, gone on. I mean, you got Costa who was drafted high this year. Um, Garen was on the team. Neighbors. I mean, um, we had a really good group. So kind of just building a relationship with those guys. To they've all went through the same thing as me. I mean, going through the draft and going through the under seventeen and the under eighteen. So. Um, having a good core group that you've kind of grown up with was uh, was really nice to just have some guys um, you're familiar with, especially when you go go into country events, when you go against the Quebec and the Ontario guys. So, um, no, it was a lot of fun. And really the next step after the WHL Cup is as far as those short-term competitions go, where was U17 and U18? Was that kind of on your radar, even going into the WHL Cup, knowing some eyes would be on you? Or were you really just all about focusing on the WHL Cup at that point? Um, I mean, it's definitely probably in the back of your head. You you got people talking about it and whatnot. But um, when you're in the tournament, your main focus is playing for Team Alberta and um, trying to win the gold medal. Um, like I said, we, we came up a little bit short, which, uh, which sucks. But at the time, I think you're so focused on um, just trying to win the gold medal. Um, you don't really think about it. I mean, beforehand, you got all everyone talking and you, there's definitely people watching. So it's on your mind, but um, you try not to think about it too much. And you've mentioned that you stay in touch with a lot of players from that 2017 team. And now you line up a lot against a lot of them in the WHL and will again this year. What's that kind of like? Is it a little weird or is it a lot of fun to still see those guys and kind of catch up whether it's on or off the ice? 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, you go from playing on their team and um, always being on these short-term competitions with them. And um, I played Bantam with a couple of them and you kind of move on through the ranks and you kind of go your separate ways, which is uh, which sucks. But playing against them is fun. I mean, played against Ozzy the other last weekend, actually, and got to talk with him after the game. And um, it's just nice still having those relationships you, I mean, five years ago now. So, um, no, it's uh, it's really cool to still keep in touch with everyone. and. Um, still have that bond, I guess. And last episode, we had some coaches on and talked about the Team Alberta program and really what it does to help develop coaches for the next level. For you coming through the whole Team Alberta program, Alberta Cup, everything like that, what did that all mean to you as a, a player growing up? You know, probably having that as your ultimate goal when you're playing your grassroots hockey. Um, anytime you had to throw the jersey on or even um, at a trial, it's uh, it's the biggest biggest stage, I guess, when you're growing up. So um, you always want to be at your best and um, you're going against the best. So um, definitely. And hailing from Wainwright as well, growing up playing your grassroots hockey in Alberta. Now you're playing in Manitoba. What do those Alberta roots mean to you? And do you have some fond memories of growing up playing hockey in, in smaller town Alberta? Yeah, definitely. I uh, I owe a lot to the community of Wainer. I mean, it's a smaller place, and um, no, it was a uh, it was definitely huge. Um, we got a Pee Double A team for my second year, and that was the first time uh, the team was put together, and we actually lost uh, in the provincial gold medal game. So, um, no, I owe a lot of credit to to everyone there. And so now let's talk about your Western Hockey League career. At the time we're recording this, you're really just four games into the WHL season, but a, a hot start for Winnipeg and for yourself, four goals and seven points so far. But when you were first drafted by Kootenai and even when the team first moved to Winnipeg, the team was really in, in rebuild mode and now you're loaded with talent looking like you can really make a push. But how was that process for you over the last four years, really having to, to be patient as the team grew into what it is now? Yeah, definitely. Um, you kind of said it right there. Patience was a was a big part of it. Um, I think it was good for me to go through it. I mean, I played on a, on a lot of winning teams, so to kind of go through the other side of it and um, experience that was definitely, I wouldn't say good for me, but um, helped me, I guess, in the long run to, to have gone through it and um, experienced it. But um, no, I'm happy where things have landed now. We're, uh, we're heading in the right direction and um, we just got to keep building on it. And now that you're in your fourth season, you've really had a, a lot of different experiences in the Western Hockey League. And for so many young hockey players, that is a, a huge goal. What has that been like for you? I can only assume it's been pretty uh, amazing. And for you growing up playing hockey, wanting to play in the Western Hockey League. Yeah, definitely. Um, coming from coming from a small town of Wainwright, you uh, you go you see guys like Mason Shaw and Carson Soucy who you grew up around, and um, they go through the Bantam draft, and Seuss went the other way and went to college. But um, seeing Shawzy, I mean, I'm still really close with him, and kind of seeing him, he was kind of a role model for me, and kind of set the stage for how you kind of go about things as a small town guy. You got to put lots of hours in on the road, and um, just kind of cherishing it every time you're on the ice, just wanting to get better. And definitely, it was pretty cool to go through the Western League, and I mean, still got a couple of years left, maybe only one year, so we'll see how things pan out. But um, we're really excited about our team this year, and um, it's going to be a lot of fun. And speaking of following your dreams, you achieved another one. You were drafted into the NHL by the Philadelphia Flyers. You've had your first taste now of NHL training camp, and it's a dream come true for you to be drafted, but the work doesn't end there for you. I know. What did your experience at camp really teach you in terms of what it takes to play hockey at that professional level? 
Yeah, definitely. You're going there with uh, with a little nerves and and just kind of trying to soak it all in, I guess. But um, I mean, you're there for a reason, so it's just a, another time on the ice, and you want to just enjoy it. But um, you learn a lot of things. You meet a lot of good people who want to help you out. And I mean, um, the Flyers are really good to me. I was down there for over a month, so um, I took a lot back, and um, I'm focused on the season in Winnipeg. But definitely, uh, definitely want to get a contract and, and keep building from there. But um, no, it was a lot of fun for sure. And we won't keep you much longer. I've got one more question because I know you may remember Barry Madori, our coach mentor for Team Alberta, would always say rest is a weapon. So we want to let you kind of relax the rest of the evening. But just last thing, going back to the WHL Cup, do you have any kind of advice for this year's squad going into the event, seeing as this episode comes out really the day before the, the whole thing starts here in Red Deer? I guess kind of just soaking it all in. I mean, um, you're never going to play with the same exact group of guys. So I think just uh, enjoying it, um, listening to everything the coaching staff has. They're always right. Um, they're going to want to make the team better. They're going to want to make you better. Um, you're going to probably have to play a different role than you do on your club team. So that was kind of the biggest thing I learned was just uh, kind of adapting to your role. And that's the first stage that players go through it. So I think that uh, that'd be my biggest takeaways from it. Well, that's a great note to end on, Connor. Thank you again for your time. We know you're a busy guy with the season underway and you did move things around and really call in here from the hotel room. So we really appreciate you taking the time to share your WHL Cup experience with us. Always great for us to catch up with an alumni and hear about those experiences. So again, thank you so much and good luck the rest of the season. Perfect. Thank you so much, Dad. Appreciate it. Well, once again, thank you to Connor McLennan for making the time to do that interview. As we mentioned a couple times there, he had to reschedule more than once. And instead of just saying, hey, sorry, can't do it. He took some time out of his night after a long bus ride to Regina to chat with us, which we really appreciate. And hey, that's it. That's all. Another episode of the Center Ice podcast is in the books. Uh, Won't be very long until the next one either, as we have an expedited episode coming out right before the Western Regional U18 Championships. So we'll be hard at work getting that one ready for a quick turnaround. One last thank you to our guests, Greg Thompson and Connor McLennan, for the insights into the WHL Cup. If you are listening to this before October 24th and are in or around Red Deer, make sure you come cheer on Team Alberta and take in some great hockey because it really is a great event. And of course, a thank you to producer Steve, as always, for working hard behind the scenes, especially on this one, uh, to get things turned around real quick. And yeah, I hope he's ready to do it again for the next one. I'm Ted Emmett. Thank you again for listening and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Center Ice Podcast. For this episode and more, head to HockeyAlberta.ca. If there's a topic you'd like covered on an upcoming episode, email info at HockeyAlberta.ca.